Living out your identity in Christ is one of the biggest blessings. It can also be challenging. So today my guest is going to share how she has lived out her identity in Christ. I'm so glad that you could join us for Bridges today. I'm Monica Schmelter, and this is not the Bridges set, but this is Bridges. We're redoing the Bridges set, and today we're going to talk about living out your identity in Christ, and I have a really special guest to help us do that. Yolanda, I want to welcome you to the program today. Thank you. So glad to have you. It's wonderful to be here. And uh, living out your identity in Christ is so important, and before we get into that, though, Yolanda, you have gone through a lot of transition lately, mm-hmm. so I want us to talk a little bit about that. Yolanda is also known as Yolanda DeAndre Morris, <laughs> and she is now CTN's president, and we all rejoice over that. Many of you have watched Bob DeAndre on The Good Life for years, and he is now in his eternal reward. And I know rejoicing that his daughter Yolanda has taken over as president, and actually the whole family is involved in leadership now. Maybe you could talk about that. Yes. So um, my brother's on the board as secretary treasurer. Mm -hmm. I'm on the board, of course. And uh, my brother moved into that role of being the general manager for our flagship station as well. Mm -hmm. And then my uh, my husband stepped in as vice president of station managers because we have so many of us (laughs) (laughs) and creative content. So we SC we really want to be creative in what we're giving our viewers and the ministry that we're doing. Yeah, which is so awesome. And I'm sure you know that we are all so happy for you and praying for you and for your family in this new role. And so when we first started talking about living out your identity in Christ, we didn't know about the transition, (laughs) but I've just known you as a person who really walks Mm -hmm. in the confidence of the Lord and in wholeness and, and that really being formed in your relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. So let's start with first, I know you're from a Christian family. Mm -hmm. Your parents, Bob and Molly, raised you up in the way of the Lord. When did you come to faith? So I I went to a Christian school, so that was a good foundation for me as well. I had a wonderful Christian school experience. Um, And I got saved when I was seven. Wow. And the reason I did is because my dad was on the board. He was like an elder or deacon at our church. And he was baptizing that Sunday. And I wanted my dad to baptize me. And so he goes, okay, well, let's talk about this. And he led me in the sinner's prayer. I was seven. And that Sunday, myself and I think both of my grandmothers uh, were baptized by him on that Sunday. Oh, how special. Yeah. Wow. So your dad got to baptize you. And lead me to the Lord. Yes. He led me in the sinner's prayer. You know, I think that's the most valuable thing Mm -hmm. that any parent can do Mm -hmm. with and for their child, right, is to share Christ Mm -hmm. and in a way that's understandable for them at that age. So you have this young starting out relationship. Mm -hmm. Is have you always followed Christ? (laughs) I really have. Uh, There was no question who God was or what he did or how big he was, how strong he was, how real he was in our family. Mm -hmm. Because I watched that. My parents, even before 1979 signing on the air, were doing ministry. Mm -hmm. And I watched that. But my whole life, I watched God work and move. And I listened to testimonies and I watched people get set free. Mm -hmm. And nobody could tell me that that wasn't real. 
And I think that's the most amazing story mm-hmm. and testimony. And I think that's God's ideal will for everybody, yeah. right? Yeah. That we grow up in a household where everybody loves the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it's not just religion. It's right. not just something that we do, but something that we live. And what I hear you saying is that you had mm-hmm. that blessing in your life mm-hmm. and that just really affected you. Yeah, Absolutely. There was no reason to walk away from something I knew was so real. Mm. I never had a reason to do it. Yeah. That's the the best story ever Mm. is that when we get on that path Mm -hmm. and we stay on that and when we're growing up that we have loving, nurturing parents Mm -hmm. that are affirming all of that. And in the middle of all of that and understanding just how called your family is, Mm because there really is a special calling on the DeAndre family. Mm Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. In all of that, though, Yolanda, we all have trials Mm -hmm. and challenges. Mm -hmm. And like I think even in this transition, as wonderful Mm -hmm. it is to be the president of CTN, Mm -hmm. right? It's got to come with a few trials. Absolutely. Tell me about how you navigate that through that knowing that God is real and yet you're experiencing this transition or this trial. Yeah, I would say the same has been through my whole life when there's been difficult things, when I've been hurt by people mm-hmm. or uh, things didn't go the way that I think God should have said <laughs> yes to and those things. Yes, that happens. Yes, it does. Um, <laughs> I spend time in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. I put worship music on. I... I'm an introvert, and so I don't I'm mind. I'm surprised to hear that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't mind being by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really where I get charged up. But bringing the presence of God into that mm-hmm. is really uh, what helps me get answers, um, calms my mind, and helps me to make decisions and, and walk each day as I spend a lot of time in the presence of the Lord. Yeah. And there's nothing like it. Right. Right. And I watched my mom do that. And my mom modeled that so beautifully as well. And my dad did too. But my mom, uh, she would do it in the middle of the night. It was very different than what my dad did. And Mm -hmm. so I watched that 
uh, be modeled very differently. And yeah. and I knew it worked. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I always remember your mom as somebody mm. that was bright mm. and shining mm. and just very kind and loving. And I always knew just in the brief time that I knew her, it couldn't have been entirely easy to be Molly DeAndre, right? She had that, right. the ministry set free mm-hmm. and, of course, a co-founder at CTN. And a lot of people, like, they look at TV and they think, oh, that's just really easy. <laughs> not realizing it's a blessing, but it's not always easy. There right. are challenges. So mm-hmm. watching your mom and mm-hmm. how she worshipped, you know, and I think of myself, Yolanda, in the presence of the Lord, there's fullness of joy. Mm-hmm. And when I can't take it anymore, when I get into that quiet place, mm-hmm. there's nothing like yeah. feeling the tangible presence of God yeah. and what the, how that presence can affect us and grow us and stretch us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely true. Because when you're with him, uh, he does everything he needs to do in you. Yeah, It's not wasted. Right. You know, he does. He touches those places. He gives us those answers. Mm -hmm. He speaks to us. um, He quiets us. Yeah. You know, and that's what he does best is he he takes us to that place of what we need. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard you say, because I I think this will be helpful to people watching that Mm -hmm. there are times in your life and like times in my life where. You know, God just didn't answer prayers the way I saw. (laughs) Right. Right. There have been times that I have fasted and prayed and, and right. I, I, I felt not that I'm perfect cause that's not mm-hmm. true, but that I just tried really hard to follow him and I was doing all mm-hmm. the things mm-hmm. and yet that person didn't get healed mm-hmm. or that person's marriage wasn't mm-hmm. restored. Mm-hmm. And are you saying it's in those times that you <laughs> run to the presence of God? Yeah. Like before you even try to process it? Yeah. So I'm a process person. Mm-hmm. I I have lists. I have processes. <laughs> it's actually what's helping me to yeah. do at CTN mm-hmm. what I do best. <laughs> um, and so he uses my gift to help me walk out those difficult things. Mm-hmm. He will process those things and do those steps with me. It's it's really kind of interesting mm-hmm. and speak to me in those processes mm-hmm. that I know what his heart is. Yeah. You know, he uses those gifts in us. Yes. I'm so glad that you used that word process mm-hmm. because, you know, we know that God spoke the world, right? Mm-hmm. And, but w- when you look even at creation, God worked in a process, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. On day one, there was this on day two, there's that. And sometimes people, I think, maybe naively, maybe wrongfully, whatever, mm-hmm. think that with God, it's all just one sudden miracle, <laughs> right? At a time. Oh, no. But many times it is the process. Yeah. He works in processes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he showed me probably about five or six years ago how don't expect all of it to come at once. They appear suddenly to us. Yes. But yes. behind the scenes, mm-hmm. He's moving things around. We mm-hmm. have to trust that. Yes. He's moving things around. He's doing, he's putting things in place. And that was very transformational for me mm-hmm. when he finally, when I, he probably had been <laughs> revealing it for a long time. But when I, when I finally got that message yes. that, you know what, I'm doing so much more than you can see yes. uh, that you don't know. Right. Yeah. And that is 
such a matter of trust Mm -hmm. and with experience over the years, because there are so many times that I've thought, God, you're not doing anything. Like I'm praying, I'm over (laughs) here. Like that's such an arrogant attitude. I don't think that at the time, but that's arrogance. Like I'm doing all the right things, God, and you. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) Exactly. How long is this going to take? You know, so we're talking today about living out your identity in Christ and really how to do that in a way that we can walk in his fullness and his wholeness. Because, you know, Yolanda, we see so much dysfunction today mm-hmm. and disappointment, even mm-hmm. in people's faith. And we see that dangerous deconstruction of people's faith. And many mm-hmm. times the people that I've talked to, it all starts with an unmet expectation mm-hmm. or with a disappointment. Mm-hmm. And what I hear you saying is that you've just opened up your life to the Lord, that even in your list and in your process, you're writing it all out. Mm-hmm. And then as you're doing that, he speaks to you. Absolutely. It's so important to listen. Yeah. And that, that is such a foundational thing we say about Christianity, yeah. Christianity and things like that. Mm-hmm. Listening and immediate obedience. Amen. Right? So when he says something, we have to be obedient. And it, sometimes it's scary. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's not understandable. Right. But if we know God's voice, and yes. we do, we learn that we can learn that and we can know it. But being immediately obedient. And look, I've not been immediate, immediate obedient in many points mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God spanks you and you, then you come around, right. you know, there's that process right. of <laughs> discipline. <laughs> right. Um, but, but that is so important. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it says to us about his discipline and I've mm-hmm. been disciplined many times. Oh, yeah. But I have to realize that with him, mm-hmm. his discipline is for my good mm-hmm. and because he loves me mm-hmm. and it's to bring about a harvest of righteousness. Right. And it's always because I wasn't immediately obedient mm-hmm. or <laughs> I just plain didn't obey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he does what he has to do with mm-hmm. us as his children. Mm-hmm. So is discipline a part of the process too? Oh yeah, absolutely. And it is painful. Yeah. You know, there are times that you cry yeah. and you you gutturally cry, you know, Mm -hmm. because you just don't understand or, you know, you've been disobedient Mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, but he walks, he's so patient and loving and Mm -hmm. walks us through it and picks us up Mm -hmm. and, and trains us and we get stronger. Yeah. Even Mm -hmm. in all of that, Mm -hmm. even in the discomfort of discipline and sometimes our own disappointments and our own actions, Mm -hmm. he's still faithful. (laughs) He's still faithful. And and I know a lot of times for me, he has said, are you done? Yeah. Are you done complaining? Are you done hurt? Are you done hurting? Yes. Because I'm not doing this to hurt you. So are you done with that? Are you done trying to um, you know, figure it out. I get that question. Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot too. We've yeah. got to take a yeah. break. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment right here on Bridges. It is with sad and heavy hearts that the staff and official board of the Christian Television Network announced the passing of our founder and president, Bob DeAndre. His love, devotion, and service to our Lord was unshakable. Reaching more souls for God's kingdom was his goal and his purpose. We mourn with his wife and his children. However, we rejoice that he is now in perfect health and in the presence of the Lord he served so well. Prayer changes things. If you need prayer, visit ctntv.org slash prayer today to submit your prayer request. 
Don't miss another episode of Bridges. Subscribe to our YouTube channel today where you can find all of Monica's latest teachings. Just visit youtube.com, search Monica Schmelter, and click subscribe. Once subscribed, click the bell icon to get notified when a new episode is available. Thanks for watching Bridges. If you're just joining us today on Bridges, we're talking about living out your identity in Christ. And I have a really special guest. She's CTN's president, Yolanda DeAndre Morris. And Yolanda, we've been talking about, you know, just how you process things, the wholeness that God has brought into your life and how really you committed to him at just seven years old Mm -hmm. and you've been living out your identity in Christ ever since. Mm -hmm. And not, not of course that you didn't have your challenges and, you know, you were sharing with me, you have a professional counseling background, Mm -hmm. a master's Mm -hmm. in counseling. Mm -hmm. Tell us about the time that you had to go in front of all the people, (laughs) right? All the big cheeses, the big wigs to see if you could be accepted, what that was like. Yeah, it was very interesting. So I had gone to a Christian school, kindergarten through 12th grade, Mm -hmm. graduated from Evangel University. And I knew that God wanted me to go into ministry. And so I had a teaching degree as my degree from Evangel. And I thought, well, I can use counseling in a pastoral setting Mm -hmm. or in school. Sure. And uh, so I went and started that program. And it was about three classes in. You had to sit before a a panel of very secular people. (laughs) I went to Southwest Missouri State University Mm -hmm. and um, they judged you really is what they were looking at to see Mm. if you could go further into the program. And the questions that they asked, I I wasn't nervous, um, but I had never really faced anything secular in that way. Never. I mean, that was the first time. So mm-hmm. um, I knew my truth. I knew what God, who God made me to be, what I was called to be, do all of those things. And they started asking me questions and they did not like the fact that um, I had had a great childhood <laughs> and, and had not been hurt in major ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they thought that I was um, suppressing things or hiding things <laughs> or not wanting to talk about things. They really thought they're like, you need to go to counseling because you're, there's something in you that you're not uh, believing or talking wow. about or something. And so I called my dad and he just said, you know, honey, you know, the truth, Amen. you know? And so that was my first slap in the face. <laughs> and I knew my truth. Yeah. And Honestly, I was 21 years old. I had just graduated from my undergraduate and went in and I would have adults come to me after classes and sit in my car and cry and I would pray with them. And I could only do that because I knew who I was in Christ. That's right. You know, that's right. And so many times people will think about ministry, right? Mm. Being called to ministry. And Mm. on some level, we're all ministers of reconciliation. And a lot of times we do that or can do that out of our own pain mm-hmm. and not realize that we can be whole in Christ mm-hmm. and that the more whole that we are, really the better mm-hmm. that we can serve. Yeah. And when I think about that example that you gave sitting around all those secular people, you are not saying that you're complete in Christ and that you're living out your identity because everything's been perfect. Right. It's because you've been grounded mm-hmm. in the truth mm-hmm. and you've chosen God's truth overall. Mm-hmm. And don't you think that's a part of living out our identity is that we've got to let everything else go? Absolutely. 
um, you are going to get hurt. Yeah. You're going to have pain. Mm-hmm. I, I did. I mean, there were. It, it's all relative, right? It's all right. different for mm-hmm. what people go through. Mm-hmm. And there were things that God had to speak to me on, heal me from. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a, I was an introvert, but I was sassy at home. <laughs> And I got my mouth washed out with soap and, I, and slapped. And mm-hmm. and when people, now growing up, I was in a TV studio and all these famous people would sure. come through in the Christian world. And there were times my mom said, you were rude in front of this person. You need to go back and apologize to them. I remember Larnell Harris was one of those people. And she made me go back and mm-hmm. apologize. Mm-hmm. So there's no perfection here. Right, right. right. But we... Uh, when we're corrected, we do what God's called us to do. That's right. Um, and we learn and we grow. Yeah. You know. I got corrected a lot for having a big mouth. And I'm an <laughs> introvert too. <Yeah. laughs> and uh, my mom did a lot of, you know, slapping and yeah. verbally. Yeah. And not We didn't do time out, but I did get grounded. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get too much grounded. Mm-hmm. It was like a a heel in my foot, <laughs> you know, or a pinch on the side, you know, yep. those things. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's, we have to understand we all need correction yeah. at different times in our lives, right? Yeah. Spiritually, mm-hmm. maybe at work, at school, mm-hmm. certainly at home while we're growing yeah. up. But if, you know, I've always looked at it that if we let what God has done for us speak mm-hmm. more loudly than the things that have been done to us. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Right? Yeah. Be- yeah. Because it's always, there's something always going to be done to yes. us and what we choose to do with that. Right. Um, and I understand there's probably viewers that have gone through deep, yes. painful things that were done to them. That's not fair. That's not right. It's not. We live in a very sinful fallen world. Yes. God can heal those places. Mm -hmm. And it's the lie that Satan uses that you can't be healed, that you can't be whole, that this was so in depth that was done to you. Um, You know, I love to read Mm -hmm. and I'm, I read biographies and I read things people have gone through and then you watch people, you know, walk out of them. God's healed them. And it's amazing. Like that's a beautiful thing that God does and God can keep you and and be obedient. And that's a beautiful testimony because his hand is so powerful and you can walk in that. And it's a beautiful testimony how God heals you too. Yes. So you can't compare anything in your life. God will do what he needs to do when you say yes. Yeah. And I think that's so important that you said that because, you know, like for me growing up, we did have, right, a lot of drama and Mm -hmm. trauma. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think anyone that I know going back ever stayed married. Like there were lots Mm, of divorces mm -hmm. and all of that. And, you know, when my husband and I married, we were young, but we decided this is covenant. Mm -hmm. And with God's blessing, we are going to do this hundred percent that that was going to stop with us because of God's goodness. And and we have, you know, people that have been through stuff like I have, you have to make that choice of Mm -hmm. is what God did for me more important than all of this drama and trauma. Mm -hmm. And it is. Mm -hmm. And I love it that no matter who we are, whether it's your story or my story, Mm -hmm. we can still live out our identity in Christ because of who he is. Yeah. And there's nothing like telling someone about the Lord and they get saved, right? There's nothing like walking someone through some heartache and pain Mm -hmm. and having that, seeing them three free. There's nothing, no drug does that. No, no, nothing. No, there's nothing like the joy of the Lord. There's nothing 
better than what God can do and give us. Yeah. There's there's no reason to walk away. No, you there's know? not. And I'm super, my personality is super black and white. <laughs> we were talking about that. I don't do gray areas mm-hmm. because the, those really aren't healthy, right. right? You know, they're not. And they're what cause people to get into trouble. Mm-hmm. Because isn't it so like what Satan mm-hmm. did in the garden? Right. right. Did God really say that? Right. Get you from what God said mm-hmm. over to this gray thing mm-hmm. that doesn't seem so bad, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we start thinking on our own, well, maybe that's not what God said. Or there've right. been times, Yolanda, God's told me to obey and to do something. And mm-hmm. then I start second guessing that. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, like, do you think he really meant right. that? Right. Yeah. He really meant that yeah. if he said it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I think there's nothing, you know, if your viewers haven't really spent time in the presence of God, haven't really stepped out and given their testimony, um, Mm -hmm. haven't really stepped out and and hugged someone and walked through someone, there is nothing greater. No, there's not. And I think sometimes not that we shouldn't take care of ourselves because Mm -hmm. I believe in taking care of our mental health and self-care. This is very important. Too much of looking inside will make us miserable, <laughs> oh, don't yeah. you think? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Being with people and hearing what God does and all of those things, that, that's so such deep joy yeah. that we can get when we get his heart yeah. and we see what he's doing. Yeah. I think I think of that scripture, he who wins souls is wise. Mm-hmm. And you know, you all as you listen to Yolanda speaking. There is no greater reward than to lead someone to Christ or even to share what he's done in your life with somebody. Even if that seed doesn't come to fruition at that moment, Mm -hmm. there's something powerful Mm -hmm. about that when it starts happening. I know that that happened for me. And I think that that's what I'm hearing you say, Mm -hmm. that there are ways that we can step out of the things that have happened to us Mm -hmm. and become more whole and complete. Absolutely. And the joy in that, uh, realizing that you can lay your head down at night and have peace um, because you didn't make some decision that could have really caused you not to have peace. Those are all really great things. Like the things in the Bible that God says, if you do this, this is going to happen. Well, he knew that that would cause pain and heartache and hurt. And when we do wrong, there is guilt. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I've looked at the guilt and it's like, well, if I hadn't made those decisions, <laughs> right, but I can pray and repent and mm-hmm. that guilt is going to dissipate because mm-hmm. he didn't make us to bear up under all of that guilt right. and that worry and that right. insecurity. None of those things are of God. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, you know, we walked through a painful time of five years of my husband being sick. It was not fun. No. It was very. And my mom passed away during that same first oh, year of my husband so being sorry. sick. Yeah. Uh, that was in 2004. And it was gut wrenching, you know, it was super painful. And then walking out those several years of Brian still coming out of what he was going through physically. Mm-hmm. Um, but God's presence in it was pretty beautiful. Amen. And you know? I think that we need to hang on to that because yeah. in this fallen world, there can be sickness mm-hmm. and hardship. Yeah. But we don't have to go through it like, right, taking a step forward in the Lord and two steps back, which is so common. Like, and we hear people say, well, you can always come back to God. And that's true. It's true. I affirm that 100%. Second time, third time, fourth time. There just came a time in my life that I thought, well, how about let's not do that anymore? Right. Right. Yeah. And I know a lot of times when I was going through that, I'd be in the bathroom almost on a daily basis for a long time. 
And I would say, God, I'm grabbing onto your hem. I'm not letting go. You mm-hmm. can drag me around. I'll get bloody, bruised scratches. I'm not letting go. Amen. I'm not. I don't care how painful it is, what it That's looks like. Right. I'm not letting go. Amen. And yeah. that is, right? That is the attitude that we mm-hmm. all need to have. And that's how we live out his identity. There's mm-hmm. plenty of times I thought, okay, if I have to get up and walk the floors, <laughs> right, all night long yeah. and rebuke and rebuke fear, yeah. doubt, and unbelief, yeah. Yeah. I need the sleep, but I can do that. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I will just say, I pray to win in Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to let go of the promises of God's word right. and what he said. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I would pace and sing to Brian to get him to go to sleep because the pain was so bad in his oh. eye. And I would just, I, I I would be up all night. I would have to go to work because mm-hmm. we needed money. He wasn't able to work. And I would just sing and then he would fall asleep and I would just, you know, lay in bed like, okay, I can get a few hours of sleep. But that's hard work. Yes, it is. You have to do some hard stuff. Yes, it is. And you, know? you had to go to work yeah. and be fully functional on your job. And I would like fall. I was teaching school. I would fall asleep on the way to work because I was so oh, tired. Like in my car, I would, you know. Yeah. But that's life. Life has it, those it, hard places. It does. You know? It does. And I'm glad that yeah. you shared that. And none of that stopped you from living out no. your identity in Christ. No. Because he's No. Born. And I would tell Brian, you know, he, and he was in some bad patterns, sure. suicidal thoughts of like, what, what am I going to do if I go blind? That was part of the yeah. issue. And I said, it's not fair that you think you get to walk away from the Lord. And I don't, that I have to be the strong one. And God is my rock. And, and you to no, that's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> you, you helped him be accountable, didn't you, Yolanda? I did. I know how that goes. Well, we're out of time, yeah. but thank you so much. Thank you. So good to have you thank here. You. We're out of time. We've got to go, but we say goodbye and God bless you. If you want to grow your faith and understand God's word more fully, then monicaschmelter.com might be just the place for you. You'll find all of Monica's teachings on demand, complete with online extras. Get started today, because truth changes everything. I found myself on a ledge, three stories high, at some condominiums, contemplating my life and struggling to understand my purpose. Have you ever found yourself on the ledge? My name is Billy Yant. I'm a caring father, mentor, and friend. In my new podcast, Billy and the Goat, I share the life-changing events that shaped who I am today to remind you that no matter how far you've fallen, God can help you get up and thrive. Listen now at lifeaudio.com.